Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, so this ruling came down late Friday. And this is just, uh, I, I think, another one to add to the list. The Alberta government does not have a good record so far in fighting for its beer policy. So since coming into office and the original changes they made to the markup rates, uh, there have been a few different rulings. And none of them have really gone the Alberta government's way. So the latest came down on uh, Friday, late Friday afternoon, uh, from a three-person panel. Concluded that the Alberta Small Brewers Development Program is in violation of Alberta's free trade obligations under the AIT, the Agreement on Internal Trade. Now, obviously, things have changed a few times, but essentially the system now has uh, a top rate right across the board uh, in terms of the markup. And the Alberta government also provides subsidies to Alberta breweries or grants, as they call them, which are essentially de facto lower tax rates. So this case involved a a brewery in Saskatchewan and involved an Alberta import company, Artisan Ales. Tiny little company, but a pretty big victory they've won against the Alberta government. Uh, But does that undo all the harm that's been done to their business? Mike Tessier joins us on the line with Artisan Ales. Mike, thanks for joining us here. Thanks for having me on. Thanks Uh, for your dedication to this topic. Well, I think it's an important issue. Absolutely. So, look, it's, it's, I'm sure, a bittersweet victory for you because it's some vindication here, but it doesn't undo everything that you guys have gone through. I'm not getting my business back. We've had... You know, even in the even in the AI in the AIT uh, um, adjudication, there they've got six months to resolve this. So it's six months. I mean, it's uh, it's it'll be twenty five months before um, this is decided. And I've lost on the first application of this when they honored the New West Partnership. Uh, Sixty new breweries from BC entered the Alberta market and I lost shelf space to that. Now when they raise the prices on everything, um, a lot of those uh, craft beers from BC are getting dusted on the shelf, so it's I'm not going to get shelf space back. All right, tell folks about your company and what it is you do. Um, I import arts in the glass. I used to be a beer writer for Fast Forward Magazine here in Calgary and uh, just have a passion for beer. And I went out and got stuff that I was interested in for this market. And so how does that work, that, that you exist as a company? You, you, you strike agreements with, with breweries elsewhere? How does that work? Yes. Okay. You, you pitch them how you're going to sell their product, and they agree to work with you. All right. So then you bring it here. You're basically the importer. Yes. And it goes. It all goes through sort of the centralized system. Connect here Logistics. Connect yes. Logistics. And then it goes through them. And I guess if stores are interested in carrying the product, then that's where they get it? Yep. That's her. All right. So when, when these changes were brought in, talk about how much it impacted your bottom line. Well, 
Uh, we had a year, well, this has been going on 19 months, as I just said, so we had a full financial year to analyze this. So at the end of a full year, uh, full year, uh, we had an 85% decrease in profits, a 33% drop in sales, and a 16% increase on the cost of sales that we had remaining. And it became very hard to forecast stock. And that 33% is kind of a misleading number when I say that because for the first time, because of the price of our products, all tax, I had to destroy product because it was getting too old. Bo, I mean, beer doesn't have a, uh, you know, a long shelf life. Right. Uh, and so the product you were bringing in, it, it got a lot more expensive as a result of this. Yeah, roughly about three fifty a six-pack. So it took our products over the psychological threshold of the $20 six-pack. And if you're going to the store to buy beer and you're standing at the till with a six-pack and it's costing you more than 20 you're probably leaving it there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even seeing 15 for a six-pack, I mean, it, it, it does all seem like a lot of sticker shock right across the board these days. I mean, it seems like everything's gotten more expensive, but yeah, I mean, over $20 a six-pack, that's, that's quite the psychological barrier. Yes. So what, what did the ideal situation have been? What, what should the government have done right from the get-go? We had a beautiful liquor system in this province. We're probably... Well, we have the most advanced warehouse in North America, and we have stores where you can see the curvature of the earth in their beer sections. And uh, this has kind of been destroyed. I thought our I thought our last system was fine. Um, some brewers didn't, and the policy was mostly to get one brewer in particular, and that would be the Minhas Microbrewery. Because of the way they were doing things. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, the Alberta government says they want to encourage, want to spur on the development of more Alberta-based brewers. I mean, is that a laudable goal? And were there different ways to go about that, you know? Well, we have the old college. They could have done an apprenticeship program like the trades. They could have, uh, you know, they could have put in a... a, a in the government, they could have put in a, a department that would handle, help brewers get into export markets. You know, there was other ways to do it than throw up a trade barrier. So as you say now, they've got a few months to try to sort this out. I mean, do do you think we're going to end up back where we started with the original policy? I guess it's hard to guess at this point where things are going to go. I don't know. Um, From the little bit of communication I've had with the finance minister, he seems like a stubborn man. So I'm sure it's going to be something in between. And where do you go from here? Um, I just keep... Going forward, uh, hope that my business rebounds a bit. What keeps you going, though? I mean, obviously, you, you got a real passion for this. Yeah, that's what does keep me going. I do have a passion for it, and I love the breweries that I work with. And that's it. You know, it's it's. I'm going to at least ride this out to a couple years of the next government and see if there is a change for the positive. All right. Well, good luck to you, Mike. Uh, congrats on this victory, and I guess we'll see what happens next. Yeah, thank you. All right, but I appreciate your time. Here. Take care. Uh, that's Mike Tessier, uh, his company Artisan Ales, uh, scoring a pretty big victory over the Alberta government here. And let's keep in mind, I mean, they're an Alberta business too, right? They're, they're small. They're, they're serving a niche market, but they're an Alberta business too.
I certainly want to see Alberta businesses thrive. I certainly love the fact that we got uh, Alberta breweries popping up all over the place, making some great stuff. You know, I'm not typically uh, kind of like buy local farmer's market kind of guy. I don't mind global and international trade. Um, you know, when it comes to beer, I got a soft spot, a spot in my heart for it. I'll go out of my way to buy Alberta beer, at least to try Alberta beer. I certainly got a lot of favorites that, that aren't made here in Alberta. I also love the fact that uh, we got so much choice here in Alberta, too. How do we fix this? I mean, do, do people like Mike, do companies like Artisan Ales really need to suffer? Is it that how it has to be? The problem now for the Alberta government, and it's not enough that, you know, they play favorites here, but now they've got a pretty clear-cut ruling saying that you've got obligations that you need to live up to under Canada's agreement on internal trade. And you have now been found to be in violation of this. So it's the second time that this has happened. The first time was uh, when we had set up a regime that had certain provisions for New West Partnership provinces, B.C. and Saskatchewan. That policy was found to be in violation of the act. So the Alberta government went back to the drawing board, made some changes. Once again, they've been found to be in violation of the agreement on internal trade. How many more times do we have to go through this? So where, where's the line here? Where, where do we find the right balance? Do you believe the Alberta government is on the right path in trying to encourage the development of more breweries in Alberta? Do you think the Alberta government is justified in saying, look, we got to fight fire with fire? Other provinces have protectionist policies, so we're going to too. Darn it. Right? Is that the way we want to go? And are there other things we could do? You know, the one idea that's been thrown out there before, and I really kind of like this idea is interesting to me. Uh, if we're going to have some kind of favoritism toward Alberta breweries, why not give them some, uh, give them some shelf space in grocery stores? So that, that way we don't need tariffs or subsidies. But that's a real leg up, wouldn't it? And not even, you know, full cases even necessarily, but single cans or six packs. You go down the grocery aisle and there's the Alberta beer. I think that's an interesting idea. But obviously now the government's going to have to come up with something else because they've been found to have uh, been in violation yet again. 403-974-TALK is our number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.